If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. But let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. If you've been here before, I appreciate you coming back again. If this is your first time, sit back, have fun, and relax. Enjoy the show. Strange Talk with Doc can be heard on most platforms. Just Google Strange Talk with Doc. You know the places, iTunes, Spotify, TalkShoe, YouTube, etc. So let's get to the show. Hey, what's going on? I don't mean to bring you down, but we got to talk about this. There's no way I could have any podcast and not mention and send my heart warming feelings to the 50 people who died in New Zealand. Another tragedy in this world is sad that someone so sick thinks that murdering innocent people, unarmed people, not even a chance to put up a fight, real fucking coward this Brendan Turin is, 28 years old, and he's so cowardly that he picks people off like fish in a barrel. Doesn't even give them a chance. You know, I'm coming, man. Be prepared for me. No. Pick people who are going to pray to their God. One place in this world that should be a sanctuary for any human being is their pew. When you're in your pew, you should be in a sanctuary. Nobody, I mean, it should be a hands-off situation for any extremist. That should be the one place they go, you know what? We don't do schools. We don't do hospitals. We don't do churches. We're not that cowardly. This dude, I hope his soul eats him alive each and every day when he wakes up and realizes, because he could play all fucking hardcore right now, but I think inside, maybe, I could be wrong. I'm no expert on this shit, but maybe inside him, somewhere deep inside, there's a soul and there's some kind of higher power that he prays to. And that higher power will touch him and let him know that he did a dastardly, devastating, cowardly move. And I don't want to spend much more time on this. I'm just hoping that when I do the next podcast, that I don't have anything like this to talk about again. I would like to not have anything like this to talk, discuss for a long time, maybe for the rest of my entire life. But I'm going to give you a PSA. Don't be cheap, people. You never know. You just never know. Go out, and I'm going to preference this by saying I do not work for the lottery. I am not caping for the lottery. 
I am not telling you to do something that's against anything you believe, but take your stinking $2, your eight fucking quarters, your 20 dimes, your 40 nickels, and go buy a ticket, a $2 ticket for a chance to win $550 million. Do it. You won't even change just your life. You'll change your grandchildren's life and maybe your great, great, great grandchildren's life off of stinking $2. I ain't telling you go spend 100 50 anything like that. It's just a chance. I know for a fact that I will be playing Powerball. It's a half a billion dollars. It would change everybody's life that I love. Instantaneously, their lives would be changed. And I'm not going to not take this opportunity by not spending $2. That's just my thought on it. So Odell Beckham is now a Cleveland Brown. I that, that makes the Cleveland Browns a must-see TV interesting team this year. I would love to tune in. I hope they got some national games Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night, whatever. I want to see this offense. I want to see how they click with him, Landry. Okay, they got um, Hunt, Kareem Hunt, but he's suspended for the first eight games. They got Chubb. So it should be interesting. I just want to see this. Uh, you know, you got Baker Mayfield. So it's an up-and-coming young team. Can you imagine that, sports fans? We're talking about the Cleveland Browns as an up-and-coming team. The Cleveland Browns, a team that more than likely has sucked your whole lifetime. Now, police are investigating another chief player, Tyreek Hill. And I'm hoping... Well, I don't have the facts. I'm just hearing the, the first reports that maybe a child was injured, uh, a woman was injured. Tyreek Hill was already uh, admonished coming into the league for supposedly choking his then-pregnant girlfriend, the mother of this child. If there's any truth to this story and he gets arrested and charges are brought up against him, Tyreek Hill, as sensational football player as he is, he might be the one that the league has the death penalty as far as never being allowed back in the NFL. You can't hurt a child. You can't choke a per, per pregnant woman. And then after 52 weeks of uh, abuse prevention training, go on and do the same thing. So we'll have to see. This is one of those wait and see type situations. The NCAA selection Sunday is today. You know, you might not watch the show, but it's going to mean a lot. In most offices in America, the NCAA March Madness tournament is a chance to win some money, have some bragging rights. Maybe you go with your alma mater. Maybe you'll just go with the favorite college team that you've always liked. But I love March Madness. I'm a huge fan of college basketball this time of year. These one-and-done games are sensational. There's always buzzer beaters. There's always exciting moments. I love seeing these young men compete at a high level. I love seeing them be so excited. I like to see the student bodies going crazy. It's a beautiful thing. It's, it's one of those times where people show love. And I, I, I really like it. UFC had uh, Till versus Moscow yesterday. 
It was an interesting card. Moscow looked great. Leon Edwards pulled out a decision over Gunnar Nelson. And so if you haven't seen the card, you can go back and actually watch it on UFC. It, UFC cards are always interesting. I love MMA. So I'd always shout them out, even though it's usually the day after when I do the show that they've had their event. But it's not like it disappears. They do have a fight card network. There are places you can go see them. And if you like fights, you want to see men fight, you want to see women fight, you want to see some knockouts, some submissions at a super high level, then please go and enjoy it. Now, I'm going to give a real brief. I'm going to run through this. The NBA, these are the hot games for the NBA this week. Today, we got the Bucks versus the 76ers. Monday, we got the Nuggets versus the Celtics. Monday, also, is Golden State Warriors against my San Antonio Spurs. The Pacers are playing the Blazers. With no interesting games Monday and uh, Tuesday. Wednesday, you got the Celtics 76ers, two up and coming young teams. The Raptors and OKC. Thursday, we got the Pacers versus Golden State. Friday, we got OKC versus the Raptors. My Spurs versus the Rockets. So those are the big games for this week. Now, I did promise that I was going to give my NBA top players of all time. I thought somebody would call in and we would go back and forth on the list, but that's neither here nor there. I'm not going to wait. I want to get through this show. I want to do, I have a lot to discuss, some funny, some sports, some real talk. So my all-time NBA team, if I had to put an NBA team together today, it would be MJ, LeBron, Duncan, Rodman, Shaq. Durant, Curry, Pippen, Magic, Kareem, and my I guess my honorable mentions would be Bird and Akeem Olajuwon. And that's basically my NBA all-time team. If you are having any kind of uh, questions about any players, contact me, hit me up, leave a comment. I would like for anybody, anytime that you I say anything that's contrary to something that you may believe, please leave a message. Leave, I don't care what site you do it on. You can Google Strange Talk with Doc. I'm all over the place, all over the place. YouTube, Showtune, I mean, Shout Engine, iTunes, Spotify. It doesn't make a difference. If there's a site that basically holds podcasts, I have there or trying to be there, okay? Now, last week, hello, who we got here? It's June. Hey, June, what's going on, brother? What's up? Okay, I just read my top 10 NBA all-time team. Do you have one? Top 10 NBA all-time teams? Yeah, yeah. If you had to pick a team, who would be your NBA team? Not a team that's already built, a team that you had to create from scratch today? Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I put Michael Jordan, right? Um, Michael Jordan, let's see. 
Jason Kidd, your point guard. Jordan. Um, maybe Kareem at center. LeBron. Um, okay. And, yeah, go ahead. Just so you don't get a headache, I don't care how you structure your team. Your team yeah. could have you don't have to have a point guard if you don't want. You don't have to have a power forward. There's the old legend right. that the Blazers were supposed to pick Michael Jordan, but the coach said he wanted a center. They told him, forget, you know what? Michael Jordan's the greatest basketball player. Just play him at center. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't want you to knock yourself out having to think that way. Right, right. Okay. All right. All right, then, so uh, Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, Magic, and Shaq. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to repeat mine. It's MJ, LeBron, Duncan, Rodman, Shaq, Durant, Curry, Pippen, Magic, Kareem, Bird, and Akeem. And I think that we could beat anybody. Yeah. I think that's a massive team. Now, right as you were calling in, this is what I was going to get to. I, I um, Since I've been doing this podcasting, I listen to other people's podcasts a lot. I try to give back some love time to time, you know. I listen to this brother do a podcast. And I, I am so tired of Black people with this. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to talk to whitey, white people right now. I'm talking to black people. We got to get to the point where acting dumb and stupid is not cool. This guy did, he did a news story on the uh, leaving Michael Jackson, leaving Netherlands. He messed, he messed up the name. You know, it's okay. Here's an example. So you understand what I'm talking about. So I don't sound like an idiot talking about somebody stupid so if you're talking about something you can act like you know what it is it's kind of cool to be stuff like i don't know what it is i i i really don't know what i was watching what do you mean you don't you're grown you're an adult what do you mean you don't know what you was watching you don't know the name of the program you was watching you don't know anything but you have an opinion on it you have such an opinion on it that you're going to spend 45 minutes broadcasting yourself to potentially thousands of people, but you don't know the name of the show. You don't know what it's about. You don't know the, the people that were on talking about them. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, we get enough of that shit from that idiot that's in the White House. I mean, you know, this week he's sitting there talking about um, airplanes are becoming too complex to fly. That's why pilots mm -hmm. go to school. They yeah. learn to fly the most complex airplanes there are. We have astronauts. You think it's easy find a fucking spaceship? I mean, or a, a rocket ship? No. You know? Yeah. The, the Game of Thrones. So far, I am in it. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't start slow. I know I'm I'm super late to the party. I mean, I know I'm super late to the party. 
this is coming up on his last year and i'm just starting on i'm just starting on episode three today but yeah. i enjoyed it i can't remember a damn person's name the names are too crazy where they're from is insane i just know that right now after two episodes my favorite character is the little girl the little girl mm -hmm. uh there's some people i really hate dinklage i love mm -hmm. i hate the little blonde prince he's a dickhead and the uh the blonde girl that's chasing after him i hate her too because mm -hmm. she would throw her sisters under a bus in a second <laughs> but i also watched this movie called dinner thieves with 50 yeah. cents, 50 cents, uh, Ice Cube son, O'Shea Jr. And yeah, I have I to it. say, I enjoyed this movie. I give this, if somebody's sitting at home and you got none to watch, you want to Netflix something, this is a movie I recommend. It's a lot of action. And the twist was nice. I like the twist. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I did not expect that twist. You know, yeah, me even. Even though there's one section of the movie I am still confused about today. The lead cop and the lead criminal are in the same place at the same time, armed, and they basically ignored each other, even though they knew who each other were. I didn't understand mm -hmm. that. Maybe I need to rewind that scene and just see what the hell happened there because it was like like one went to the hole in the back after the other one had just left the same hole but they ignored each yeah. other completely but then they went hardcore on each other for about five minutes at another point in the movie so i was like what the hell is going on now i will yeah, say I think this they, yeah, I think no 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 go ahead no i think they wanted to um each do uh you know what they plan to do he wanted to catch him or stop him from doing the thing thing right so that would have cheated him out of uh you know the the thrill of you know, you know stopping him as he's doing the thing thing okay right? and i think with with the merryman i think that's his name <laughs> the, the criminal guy he um i think it was the same thing with him he wanted to show him that he could do it <laughs> you know regardless of him trying to stop him from doing it and that would have you know killed this thrill too okay well you know that's one way to look at it i'm gonna definitely uh i'll take that and i'll run with it i, I only saw it once so i gotta watch it again <laughs> yeah yeah i just seen it for the first time uh maybe two three days ago i watched mm -hmm. yesterday a movie that was on hbo called og with jeffrey wright uh you 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 think of the name og and you're gonna think about a lot of gangster shit it wasn't that type of movie it was a just a well acted movie about some stuff that's going down in this prison in indiana and uh mm -hmm. i recommend that also uh it's an hbo mm -hmm. film og jeffrey wright and if you don't know the name jeffrey wright you know him from shaft okay he was uh the dominican guy stabbing himself you know and jeffrey wright's been yeah. in a shit 
stuff. I think like Westworld, things of that nature. Yeah, I don't watch enough HBO films to critique them as a whole, but I know they come up with some gems once in a while. <laughs> this one was, I mean, this is well acted. Don't look for, don't look for American Me type jailhouse movie. Don't look for like, you know, this ain't ours, okay? This ain't ours. So every six seconds, people ain't getting slashed and stabbed. This is a lot of dialogue, a lot of people talking. You see a lot of politics. They're showing you from a shock caller's perspective. He doesn't have to deal with a lot of shit that low-level guys, you come at him only a certain way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You don't come yeah. at him like a gorilla. You got to come at him proper. He got a lot of respect, you know, but that, that, that really, you know, that's another thing. So I, um, this week, I'm really got pissed off at the Catholic church. Catholic church has this cardinal George Pell, right? Mm -hmm. He gets jailed for molesting two 13-year-old boys. He's 77 years old. But the same week, mm -hmm. they have the audacity to act Saturday Night Live, a comedy show, to issue them apology by saying you compared the Catholic Church to R. Kelly. Now, R. Kelly has been fucking up for 30 years. The Catholic Church has been fucking up for centuries. Yeah, R. <laughs> Kelly wouldn't even be the tip of a fingernail compared to what the Catholic Church has done to families, boys, I mean, communities. I mean, think about it. They went to foreign countries and just fucked boys indiscriminately mm -hmm. and get no trouble whatsoever. And then sit back with this we love God thing. I gotta, you know what? I have no problem with a person, and I have to state this, I want it to be clear. I have no problem with a person believing in any God they choose, even if that God is a rock. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Because if it stops you from being stupid, if it stops you from doing things that you shouldn't be doing. If it keeps you off drugs, makes you a better man or woman, I'm for it. As long as your religion doesn't revolve around hurting other people, I don't care. Right. But we got so many hypocrites. I mean, almost every, almost every religion, that's the problem, spirituality versus religion. Religion is based on a lot of bullshit, man. You look around yeah. those pews, you look around those pews, not only are some of the most ignorant people to their own religion sitting there, do you know that sometimes there's guys on the corner that they pass know more about their religion than the people who go to the pews for 50 years? They've never yeah. read their own book. How the fuck you call yeah. yourself a Christian and you never read the Bible? How you call yourself a Muslim and you never read the Quran? How? Yeah. Yep. You have somebody you have somebody interpreting for you, but you yet you tell other people how they should live. And I say Saturday Night Live, you tell a Catholic church you ain't apologizing for shit. 
Matter of yeah. fact, make, <laughs> make jokes about them every week if you want, because you know what? It's an abomination for an adult to hurt a child. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I don't stand for, man. I don't like that shit, man. I don't like adult. Children shouldn't be sexualized. They should not be sexualized. You know, another thing a child should not do is like these two fucking idiots, man, sitting there smoking weed in front of a kid and then posting it on Facebook Live. Not cool, yeah. man. Nope. Not cool. And then when they get arrested, they, what, what, what did we do? You know what? Smoke your weed. I ain't got no problem with you smoking your weed. That's your thing. You're a young adult. Most people that's going to hear me hear this, they smoke the joint from time to time in their life. But they wasn't mm-hmm. around. What you shouldn't be six around drugs. And then when that kid is 12 and already fucked up, who's to blame? Yep. <laughs> we we want to shout. Now we want to shout society. We want to shout mm-hmm. racism. We want to shout bad schooling. You know, the first school that you ever go to is called home. Yeah. <laughs> That's your first classroom. Home is your first classroom. Your aunts and uncles, your mother, your father, grandma, those are your teachers, your older brothers and sisters. And if they teach you bullshit, what you going to believe? You're going to believe blood before you believe water. Yep. You know? And here's another thing, man. Uh, we all we all deal with social media, and if people don't know, social media right now is in cahoots with the United States government, and they're allowing them to look at your Facebook, your Instagram, and your Snapchats, especially if you're people that applied for, filed, or currently on disability. So stop mm-hmm. being stupid, people. Don't be caught fucking carrying, helping your buddy move and posting as Facebook Live when you're telling the United States government to pay me every month for a bad back. Just use your head, man. Use your head. Use your fucking head. It's, 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 It's not a hard thing to do. Some things keep, and you know what? This is one that I hate to say this. It's not gonna come out right, but take it as I give it. I actually am giving the government a thumbs up on this. And I tell you why, June, because mm-hmm. I think I think we over, not me, but I think we over post. We over post shit on social media. Some things oh, we yeah. have to, it's too bad big brothers gotta tell you to stop. But yeah. <laughs> there, there are things that should be kept to yourself. There's no need me and my wife made great love last night that I need to now <laughs> post some kind of picture of two sweaty black people on my Facebook going, oh man, that was my situation four hours ago. No, it's nobody's fucking business. Yeah. Keep it, <laughs> keep some things to yourself. When you accomplish something, when you're going to do something, share it. If you got a beautiful thought, share it. If you pissed off about a subject, I say share it. It's all right. It's, as far as I'm concerned, it's all right that if something in the world pisses you off, I think that June, Doc, 
and everybody else has a right to voice their opinion. Voice your opinion. That's different. But just because you ate two French fries and had a piece of toast, we don't need to know that. No, we really (laughs) don't need to. Okay, here's a here's one that people don't like to talk about. Like this week, we had this Jay Prince who's supposed to be gangster, gangster, OG gangster around the nation, right? But he posts supposedly, I'm going to say supposedly, allegedly, an Instagram about that young boy that got uh, robbed in New York, YBN Almighty J, the rapper. But he posts on Instagram basically a shout out to all gangsters don't allow this shit to happen. I mean, only in this day and age would some kind of triple, quadruple OG do that. Could you imagine yeah. somebody like John Gotti using social media to say that somebody pissed him off? No, he wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this motherfucker ever heard of a phone? You know, the feds are always yeah. looking, man. The cop mm-hmm. and say say somebody stepped to those boys, hurt them. Who mm-hmm. they gonna do? They're gonna come right back to the trail that's public, that's been passed to five million other people. And it mm-hmm. don't make you look good. All street cats know one thing, you know what? We okay, we all have friends, and I'm sure you have them, who became law enforcement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know people who became cops. Yeah. I don't like to talk to them in uniform in the street, personally. Right. I never did. Me either. Me either. I never did. Not that I live a, a life of a gangster or a thug or goon. It's just, it's a bad optic. It makes me look like, see, when the person is passing in the car, they don't know what that conversation is. They just automatically think that you down with them. Mm-hmm. And when you come from mm-hmm. a place like Bed Stuy, that's not that's not the route you really want. You know, I'm cool with you, but I'd rather be cool with you when you ain't got that fucking uniform on, man. Because y'all the same ones rolling up on us while we outside just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I, I get tired of this, June, I must say. I'm tired of R. Kelly's whole situation, man. This week they had them bum rushing his crib because supposedly they were all in there getting ready to commit suicide. There's supposed to be these porn tapes that three weeks now have been sitting with uh, prosecutors and no new charges have been filed. I just want this whole R. Kelly thing to play itself out and leave me the fuck alone. I'm tired of reading about it. I'm tired of seeing it. I'm just tired. I'm tired of Robert Kelly. I'm tired of those two chicks. I'm tired of Gloria Allridge. But I do want justice done. Right. You know, whatever justice is in this situation, I want it done. I just want it over with. Now, here's a... a a bug that I have up my ass. We live in a very dangerous time. We got people that don't mind spitting on us when we go out in the fucking um, 
supermarkets. I mean, we can't even mm-hmm. go to shop right. White women are now no longer even have fear of black men and women together. They'll right. call you nigga. They'll spit at you. Now, Dick's Sporting Goods, 125 stores have decided to take their rifles off the stand. We're mm-hmm. living in a powder. We're living in a powder keg, right? And this powder keg, unfortunately, we're only 13 percent of of American society to begin with, or the population. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have the greatest relationship with the other lower uh, ranking members of uh, population, meaning we yeah. we have shit relationship with Asians. We have shit mm-hmm. relationship with Hispanics. So it's not like yeah. they're going to ever side up with us, right? right? So we're outgunned, and we're outgunned horribly in this country. I think that there has to be a movement that all legal Black men and women who can own arms must own arms. Every black person who can own arms must own arms. We have mm-hmm. got to shift that balance of power one way or another. That's why there's no fear of us. But first of all, most of us live in big cities. And in big cities, we know like New York is almost literally impossible to get a gun license. Yeah. But I, but I tell you what you can have, you can own a rifle. You can't own a shotgun, even in New York City. That's your First mm-hmm. Amendment right. But say, say there's six million, five million black people in New York. Legally, most of the legal people don't own shit in their home. And trust me, yeah. when the shit hits, when the shit hits the fan, you go to that block. Everybody's got that block in their kitchen with the six knives and the fucking scissors in it, that's not going to work. You know what I mean? You pulling out a a machete is not going to work because that dude can buck you from across the street. So Mm -hmm. I I would just like, and I know that you have strong feelings about arms, but I just think that we're in a dangerous situation where it's almost flaunted it in our face that if we want to fuck you up, black man and black woman, as a nation, we could we could fuck you up. And there's mm-hmm. not much you can do about it. You know? Yep, that's true. But the only way to make that change is we have to, we have to be armed. I'm not saying. Uh, do anything illegal. So don't don't get me wrong. Don't twist my shit. Right. You're not a felon. You're not a fucking felon. Don't act like a felon. Don't rely on the man to save you. I tell you now, you kick in my door, you're not leaving my fucking house. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. They allow me legally to do it. It's legal. And I'm going to light your ass up like a Christmas tree. And I'm going to sit there and I'm going to wait for the Lord to come. And I'm going to let them carry you out. 
And believe it or not, I'm going to be able to lay in my bed. You won't ever mm-hmm. lay in your bed again, but I will lay back in my own bed. Maybe that night I go to a hotel while he clean the fucking place out, but I get to come home. Yeah. I mean, because think about it. I live down here. I live in North Carolina. I'm thinking, this is just my thought. Nine out of 10 people walking around with guns. Either they're in their car, they're on their person, they at least got them in their home. And I'm talking nine out of 10. I don't care how liberal they are because it's so easy to get them here. All you got to do is not be a fucking criminal. That's it. It costs $5 to get a permit. Could you imagine that? $5. That's no money. Shit. A bottle of wine costs more than a permit. Yeah. You know? Now, I don't know if you're big on this, but I did want to do this. I have to do this before I get out of here. I want to talk about my 10 greatest sneakers of all times. If you would like me to go first, if you don't have a list, you just might want to add something, then just let me know. Yeah, I don't have a list. <laughs> I'm, okay, maybe, uh, maybe I forget something you can add. Okay? okay? This is not in any, I want you to know, not in any particular order. Stan Smith's, Adidas Stan Smith's, Adidas Shell Toe, Shell Toe Adidas. Nike 95 Air Air Max, Jordan's one, Puma Clyde, Air Force one, Jordan's three, Grand Hills two, Air Jordan one, Air Penny, Allen Iverson's Reebok, the question. And this is just because I have to, if I can't mention these, then I need to be ashamed of myself. Every poor kid who, from where I'm from, before sneakers are where they are today, had these, at least one of these three. PF Flyers, Cons, All-Star Con Canvas, and Pro Keds. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, as far as I know, my wife was telling me the hipsters are starting to wear PF flyers again, which looks like rejects. PF flyers are the most rejecty looking sneakers of all time. Just some shitty little black. They look like a knockoff of um, Converse All Stars. Did you have any particular sneaker that you loved? Yeah, the Reebok's classic. You know what? Never had them. Not the black ones. The black ones? Yeah. Yeah. I I had become a Fila man. And the reason that I went to Fila was because nobody else is wearing them. And I want to have something on my feet different than every fucking body else. I don't want to be wearing the same shit everybody else got. You know, it's, it's kind of boring. Damn, you, you feel like you're looking fresh and fly and you go outside and four people got, like, say, here here's one for you. Being black guys from the hood, 
in the summertime, there's got to be at least five parks in Brooklyn that have like Old Timers Day or Reunion Day, right? Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, if you go to any of them, 324, 305, 308, whatever, you pick the school. Dudes literally buy clothes so that they could shine for those days. And then yeah. you go to the park, <laughs> you go to the park, and it'd be six dudes with Jordan 3s or no Jordan 11s on. <laughs> now, he wouldn't spend, he went and spent $225 to get them, but there's six other guys who spent $225 to get them. So it's like it kills his whole vibe. Trust me, those dudes, when they come to the park, they don't wear their normal shit that they would have on on a regular Saturday. They come with their, because just look at the park. Everybody's car is fucking clean. <laughs> Everybody's hair is cut. Their beards are trimmed. It's like it's like a peacock paradise, you know. The the sneakers we used to call sixty niners, I think. I don't know if they were pro kids or they had the three stripes on the sole, the colors. Well, pro kids had Pro Kid had two, a red stripe and a blue stripe. 69ers was a different sneaker. And that, I, I, you know what? I had to look that up. But that was yeah. definitely, definitely <laughs> a different sneaker. But I, yeah, you know what? I I, no, go ahead. Well, I think we wore them with the, uh, the Lees and the, the BVD nylons. We color matched it back then. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Not only did we color match, we were different. I remember when my nylon T-shirt would go, it would become a do-rag. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You put a string through the bottom, and that would become your do-rag because now you would have that in colors. Mm -hmm. See, that's what makes New York Brothers special. We looking good, being broke and looking good had nothing to do with each other. You wanted to look good. You didn't have to have a dime in your pocket, but you wanted to look good because it's a lot of competition. You know, some people come from towns that only got a couple of people. There's a lot of competition for that ass in New York, man. So you got to stand out. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. June, I remember, I ain't gonna bullshit you. I remember uh, iron and shoestrings. Many times mm-hmm. iron and shoestrings. Yeah, especially the Puma Cloud one. That and Adidas, you damn right. <laughs> the thick one. You know? yeah. Wow. yeah, and they, mm-hmm. you, you, you iron those bad boys and you, you put them in. And you don't want anybody. That was back in the days that if you stepped on somebody's sneaker, it was either a fight or people got killed. Yeah, especially white. <laughs> and yeah, we all had our toothbrush to clean them. Between, I mean, I remember, I remember coming guys coming to the crib and sitting there literally brushing their hair for an hour and a half. Like this fucking guy's been sitting in a chair just brushing his. He's like, I got to get my waves right. 
So it was a, you know, New, New York, Brooklyn was a, a, a different day. One day we got to do a show on just growing up in that time and how things were in bed style. Yeah. Because most people who don't live there can't relate, especially this new breed of bed style, which is not our bed style. Yeah, <laughs> that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought about you the other day. I forget what I was watching. I was watching some old movie and the kids were playing basketball on a crate. And I turned yeah. to my wife and I said, babe, do you know that there was a park two blocks away from where we used to play with a crate? And I said, I can't remember. Why didn't we go to the park? Was it one, be because we were too young? Two, because it was just too many hoodlums at the park and we wasn't ready yet? Or why the hell did we stand on the side of, uh, what was that? The, the, the men's shelter, the armory. Why did we play mm -hmm. basketball there when it was a park two blocks away with nothing but basketball courts? I still don't know why we did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it just was more fun. Oh, okay. Because it was it was something we not supposed to be doing. You know I mean, it was just uh, it was just a um an alternate court, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it was, was just us, then. and it was yeah. just us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We knew that there was no outsiders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that yeah that part was true. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I'm, I'm I'm definitely gonna set one up for that. Now, before I get out of here, I want to say this to any and everybody, and I wish I had more of the guys that normally call in. I want people to, to help support me. That doesn't mean go in your pocket. Subscribe to one of the channels that I'm on. Any mm -hmm. one of the fucking channels. I mean, I'm on a bunch of channels. Subscribe. You could share this stuff if you want. It's free. You could post it on your page if you feel like it, if you thought it was interesting. But I don't get paid to do this, but I do like to know that somebody's listening. Well, I know that people are listening because I see my numbers. Right. Okay, I can track my numbers from site to site and shit on one site, I do really well. But people still don't subscribe. They listen in, boom, boom, boom. I just, because I don't actually say it, but it's just common knowledge. But I think that if anybody is calling in and they're helping with the show, they're helping with the conversation, they should at least be subscri subscribed to one of the uh, channels we're on. You know? Mm -hmm. Now, I know this is going to be the last thing, and I'm getting out of here. I love how the rich live different than we do. This Felicity Hoffman and Laurie Lachlan, they're paying these crazy amounts of money to send kids to school who don't even really want to be in school. Right. And you got a family that works their ass off and they have to tell their kids, get good grades so you can go to school, so that you can get grants and scholarships. And these people just buy their way through life. You know, and then then society tries to tell us that the scale is even. The scale's not even, people. Those nope. who have get shit they don't even deserve. You know? Mm -hmm. 
Because to tell you the truth, say I had $20 million and a child, I'm not fucking paying for my child to go to college. So, so that they could do what? Fail while they're there and then I got to pay for the degree on top of it? Yeah. <laughs> and besides, I don't yeah. fuck with Uncle Sam, man. That's one thing I don't do. I pay my taxes. If it involves me and the federal government, federal government always wins. They always win. You always will lose. You know? Yep. You know, those are the ones, because now it's tax evasion. You hide money from the government. It's it's not worth it. I would have wished that uh, Bones would have called in because I had something to ask him about the projects. <clears throat> we, we got this lady who works for uh, Trump. Now, it's amazing. She was an event planner for Trump. Now he has her running the uh, NYCHA. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's running uh, housing and urban development. Her name is Lynn yeah. Patton. Uh-huh. This bitch goes and visits the projects in New York. One, she's holding her nose like, oh, I never smelled such badness in my life. You know, but uh-huh. how do you go? How do you go from party planning? to running a project. You know, the projects is a complex place where complex people live with all kinds of people. People have in their mind that everybody in the projects is the fucking, uh, the Evans from Good Times. They're not. You got some people in the projects who are working on their master's degrees. Mm-hmm. They just there because somewhere or another they finagled, grandma died and they finagled where they still can live in this rent control environment and don't have to pay gas and electric. And you know, I, I'm not going to knock their hustle. I'm not going to mm-hmm. knock their hustle. But And then you have, you have this false notion that everybody in public houses is black, which is untrue. By no. There are whole projects that you will find very few blacks and Hispanic. Very mm-hmm. few. And you have them in all kinds. Of, they, there are projects in neighborhoods that people wouldn't think. There are projects right next to Central Park. Yeah, People don't even think about it. They think that all the projects are like the Bronx and Brooklyn and Queens. No, you, they're in Staten Island. They're all over the fucking place. And all kinds of people live in them. Some horrible, some normal, some everyday basic. Ain't never did nothing to nobody. No crimes, no nothing. Are you going to have some gangsters and thugs? Hell yeah, because there's a lot of money in the projects. Mm-hmm. You know? And everybody in the projects don't have an EBT card. Or on Social Security or welfare. It's a falsehood. It's a that's that's the narrative they like to paint. This way that they could pencil people into like a corner, but it's 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 yeah. fake and it's phony. Some of those people you get on a train that's standing right next to you reading that damn New York Post and Daily News that got a tie on, that dude's going to work. He live in the projects. Mm-hmm. He just happened yeah. to move in there with his woman, <laughs> you know. you know and everybody doesn't want to stay see that's another thing 
They think that everybody that's there wants to stay there for life, you know? Oh, that motherfucker, they, they don't want to ever leave. That's bullshit. You tell me somebody who lives in the projects who had the opportunity to get a home wouldn't take the home over the projects. Especially when you live on the 13th floor and you're like, you know what? I hate these fucking elevators. Always broke. Motherfuckers pissing in them. You got weird ass hours. You're coming home. Because I did spend, I can't sit there and lie. I did spend four years living in the projects in Dykeman. But Dykeman was the softest, weakest uh, project ever built. There was no real criminals. There was no gangs when I was there. I mean, you get to know the the 10 guys that were somebody and you knew everybody. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, can walk, I can literally walk up 14 flights of steps because I lived on the 14th floor at three o'clock in the morning and run into nobody that I didn't know in the hallway. If I ran into, you know, you hear somebody two, two floors up, by the time I got up there, I'd be like, hey, dude, what's going on? What's going on? So I would know who they were. You know, this was pre-crack. Mm-hmm. Pre-crack was a different New York than post-crack. Yeah. So it <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't dangerous. It's not like I'm saying this was Vanderveer or Brevoort, you know, yeah. or or Marcy. Now I can understand those are uh that's a, a different danger level than a Dykeman. Mm-hmm. That's a different danger level than the projects that's uh right around uh Columbus Circle. 59th Street, 60th Street, and Manhattan. They're not going for just madness there, you know? How's the weather there, my brother? Uh, about 40, 50. And um, yeah, this was an average in the 50s this week, or upper 50s. Not too bad. Not, not, no, not no. cold. I wouldn't say that's bad at all, man. I uh, that's livable. I mean, it's still early, well, mid March, so it's not uh, you know, you're not expecting 65, 70s in in New York. I mean, here we had 70s the other day. We I think we're gonna be about 50, 60 this week. This, so it's not bad, but it rains like a mother down here. But brother, I'm going to tell you what, man, I want you to go on and have a great day. I want you mm-hmm. to enjoy yourself, eat some good food, uh, or whatever you got to do, do it. You know how that goes. Yep. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to be here next Sunday as usual. Uh, I got the same thing going on, just a different things to talk about. But June, I thank you. I appreciate you. And like I said to anybody that's listening, please subscribe, share, comment. I don't care what your comments, positive, negative. There's no such thing as really negative. You could say, Doc, go fuck yourself. I'm not going to take it any kind of way. I'm just going to probably laugh at you. But, mm-hmm. you know, if I if you felt I said something wrong, then let me know. I'm not above being uh, corrected, okay? But I, I'm going to yeah. get out of here. I'm going to go enjoy my day. I'm hungry. It's time for me to eat some food. 
And I'm going to tell you guys, like I tell you each and every time when I sign off this show, June, my brother, people of the world, I'm going to just say peace, okay? All right, peace. Peace. All right.